The potential for getting deep on today's show is high because Callie's contribution to this Thursday edition of The Upside, quote, the hardest lessons you've had to learn as an adult, end quote. All that and more on today's show. You are an upsider living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience and helping other people do the same. Welcome to The Upside. With Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. Today is Thursday, January 26th. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for uh, the technology. I don't even know what it's called, but we're making some adjustments to what, what professionals would call the audio chain. I'm making some upgrades. Just oh to- my gosh. I'm so excited about this. And there's no hardware that has to be purchased. It's all done via software. And as I was purchasing the software, I it's it's just remarkable to me because Okay, I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you the the down low on what's been going on behind the scenes because this is really mind-blowing and very exciting for me. So it was actually, I was listening to Davi's podcast one day and Davi went to sit in with Moot, who if you live in Atlanta, you know that he used to work where Jeff used to work with the bird show with Davi, whatever. And I was like, oh my gosh, their sound is amazing. And Jeff was like, well, yeah, they're at this huge radio company that has like a bajillion dollars and all of this stuff. And I was like, <laughs> no, I did not say that. You didn't say that, but basically no, no radio company has a bajillion. Right. Dollars but you said, right oh, well, they're recording. They're in our studio. They're in like a professional studio. And I was like, oh, my gosh, it sounds so good. Like, I love listening to this. And he was like, let me talk to this, like, super audio guy that I know and like, see if we can like tweak our, you know, our audio and we haven't done it yet, but Jeff's been working with this guy and he's like, yeah, you can do it. You don't have to make any changes to your studio. You can do it with like, you know, a hundred dollar program. And we're like, what? Uh, okay. Well, that story's not exactly accurate. That's from my perspective. Yeah. When we started the pot, when we started the upside, there was a, in 2019, just because of how just because of what podcasting was a kind of raw recorded in our living room sound was if I use the word acceptable, it makes it sound like hey, it was not great, but it's no, it was fine. Acceptable. It was, good. It was actually that that was what people, that was the trendy sound of that time. Mm-hmm. Right. And now that there are, more and more podcasts and the quality of the better podcasts has gone up. Mm -hmm. It kind of raised the bar on how audio should sound. Yeah. And we haven't really made any adjustments. We made a couple small ones last year, but we haven't really made any adjustments. So I knew that it was going to be software only. It happens at the software would is ridiculously on sale right now. Yeah. It's, it's My point is we don't have to spend fifty, sixty thousand dollars to build like this, you know, crazy studio and all of this stuff. Like I was just excited because I was like, oh my gosh, we can actually do this. Yeah. Like we can do this. This is so cool. 
I and just I, think it's neat. Okay, good. And, and you I, think it's neat, obviously, because you're grateful for it. Well, I'm just grateful for for the technology, but I kind of feel like I knew it could be done. I just didn't know that it was important to you to do it. Oh no, I didn't know. So I'm. It's like it is like blowing my mind. Um, my favorite part about this. I mean, this is so whatever behind the scenes or insider or whatever, but these things that you hook up, you run through your computer, these programs, I don't even know what they're called. Plugins. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think is what they're officially called. Um, they look like they're the, the front, the skin, the mask, the, the forward facing thing. Cause all uh, basically all you're doing is just setting a bunch of numbers and we're not going to do it. Somebody else. It's like, it's like the equivalent of like a filter, right? Yeah. It's a right. And so somebody will just, it's, you know what it is? It's if, if audio, if it was Canva, Mm -hmm. it's picking the font, setting the font size and choosing whether you want it to be bold or italic or shadowed or whatever. That's, but you're doing it for sound, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Um, but for whatever reason in audio, they make all of these filters look like they used to look 20 or 30 years ago. So when I first started, so there's actually one that looks like a reel to reel tape machine. Oh my that, gosh. That's a certain type of filter. There are compressors that are two, they're, they're called two, whatever things. And they actually look like old school radio tubes that you would see from the fifties that light up. And I just think it's really kind of neat that they make them look like that because they don't have to. Right. They can make it look it's just like, like a nostalgia camera. thing. Yeah. And it's just, it's so, but for me, when I'm scrolling through, I only needed to buy two of them, but I almost ended up buying 10. Cause it's like a all, walk down memory like, lane. Oh, that looks really <laughs> neat. That'll look cool on the screen, but we don't need it. I don't know if I've ever told you this before, but uh, one of the c- classes that I had to take in college was an audio production class. And it was like a one-on-one class. One of our class projects was splicing tape, like physical tape, like yeah. with like a, like exacto knife um, or what, however you used to like cut tape. And that seems like 5 million years ago, but it I, actually was not. I, that's how I spent the first maybe 10 years of my radio career. Like you would literally take, it looks like the negatives, like for film, if anyone's picturing it uh-huh. and you would take a razor blade and you would cut like yeah. what cut like commercials and stuff. Phone calls. What? So people would call the radio station and request a song or whatever. And I would, you I, during the morning shows that I worked on, I would be in the background with usually a, a pair of headphones around my neck that would be what's going on around the air. And then another pair of headphones that's plugged into the real real machine. Did you, what if you cut in the wrong place? You have to tape it back together and recut. I used to have stuff hanging. I wish there were more. I wish there were more photos. Yeah, because that you would have pieces of tape hanging. Okay. That you would then write with a grease pencil what it was. What? In case, yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> that yep. is, I feel like if you ever tried to explain that to like Ellie, like that would blow her. Like I don't even think she could picture that because she's never even worked with like film no. in a camera or no. anything like that. Like nope. <laughs> 
It's awesome. Okay, my name. And you said film and a camera. It's I think maybe a better explanation is imagine unwinding a cassette tape. Yeah, because it's like those old school movie reels, pretty much. Or unwinding a cassette tape. Or unwinding a cassette tape, but like not as small. My name is Kelly. No, that's exactly how small it is. Oh, really? It's quarter inch, quarter inch tape. Hmm. So it's maybe 50% wider than a cassette tape, much Someone, skinnier than a film reel. I'll tell you the second thing you didn't know about me, and this is in college, is I hated that audio class and it was a group project. And one guy who was super into audio that already knew how to do it, did our um, editing. So I never <laughs> had to do it. And my teacher was so mean. And he like, I think I went into his office hours or something and he acted like I was so dumb for not knowing how to do this. And I was like, you're literally not speaking my language. I have no, I, I, this makes no sense. And it was like audio one-on-one. And I was like, okay, my days in broadcast are numbered, but actually they're not. Cause now I'm doing it for a living. So, you know, Mr. W, you know, I don't know. Um, my name, <laughs> that, that rap faded quickly. I know. I had nowhere to go with that. Uh, I was going to say something inappropriate that we can't say on our podcast, but that's not very nice. My name is Callie dollar and I am grateful for the fact that we have parks in our neighborhood that are within walking distance to our house. You got to take Ellie to one yesterday and it's actually like a random park in the parking lot of the library. I don't think it's affiliated with the library. However, I, like you, thought it was up until I went yesterday because they've just redone the whole thing. If you were listening to us complaining about the little bobcats backing yeah. up uh, last week, that that's the park that they were redoing. And now that I actually see it, I see that it's actually a, I think it's a city park just happened oh, okay. next to the library. That's yeah, really cute now that it's cleaned up. Oh, awesome. Here's the question. What is the hardest lesson that you have learned as an adult? This is something that came up in conversation with a friend. And I, you know, the upside is a place where we can all feel like we're less alone in the world and navigating the world, you know, not completely solo by ourselves and thinking things that no one thinks and doing things no one does. So I thought that was a fantastic question. Is there there's is there a difference between the hardest and the biggest or the most important? Yes, because, there's a difference. Because the hardest means that you've done it the wrong way and there's been a consequence. I don't think so. Right? I think that the hardest thing is something that you have had to like work out or experience and you're on the other side of. Got it. Like it takes a lot of, it took a lot to get there. Okay. And it was hard to realize. Uh, and I have a couple things. I think for me, a big one. And this is starting off like a little, you know, this is like a softball one, but credit card debt is so hard to get out of. That's like yeah. my, like, I think I didn't really, I was like, Oh yeah. You know, just like only, only, um, you know, spend what you have and then pay it off every month. Like that's how I was raised. And then the reality of life the past couple of years has just been like, okay, that's not, that's a great idea, but it doesn't always work out that way. Um, and it's awful. Credit card debt is horrible. Student loan debt is horrible. If you can avoid um, massive amounts of debt, do it because it's really hard to claw yourself out. I think that the simple solution to that, and not the simple solution, but I, th I think the practical solution to that is go find those calculators. Because the easy thing to do with, with credit card debt is 
okay, I'm going to buy this thing. It costs $3,600. I'm going to put it on my credit card, mm-hmm. whatever it is. And that's no problem because that's only $300 a month for a year. That's 3600 bucks. No problem. But the problem is when you miss one payment or when you can only make the problem the is the interest. Right. And yeah. you only make the minimum and then the interest gets tacked on. That's when it and then you're then sometime during the year your car breaks down or whatever and, and you say, Well, I gotta add six hundred bucks to it. That's when it happens. So it's so subtle. Uh, take advantage of the calculators that exist online that let you really see how much and pay attention to your interest rate on your credit card. Like that's something that I didn't take super seriously. I'm like, yeah, whatever, I'm going to pay it off every month. So it doesn't matter what the interest rate is. <laughs> and then it's like 19% and I'm like crying in my bathroom. You know, yeah. it's like when I have a tough month or I need, you know, I have two flat tires in the same month or yeah, it matters. Um, other things that I thought, cause I did, I posted this on Instagram cause I was like, I want to hear what other people have to say. Uh, when you're searching for a job, it's not what you know, it's who you know more often than not. Yes. Totally true. Yes. Every job I have ever had has become, even internships, especially internships, is because uh, someone recommended me personally, like picked up the phone and said, hey, I know this person, I can vouch for them, they're really great, I think you should give them a shot. That goes so far. Um, and I, Jeff has picked up a saying lately that I really like. What is it? The more hands you shake, the more money you make or something like that. It's a, uh, I think it's a car dealer set car, car salesman, but it's applicable to everything. Saying, yep. More, like more hands you shake, more money you'll make. If you're looking for a job, the more people you can get in front of and shake their hand, the more of a chance there is that you're going to get a job. Like that's how it is. Um, I have one. I know okay. you, I, you asked me um, before we hit record. Just like I, I don't have one. And I didn't have one and I thought of one. Uh-huh. But mine's a little more deep. That's great. I have, uh, I'm starting out with the softball, so they go pretty deep. Oh, okay. Uh, so mine is be aware of how many rocks are in your backpack. Let me explain. That's a good one. Yeah. I realized many, many years ago, right when I started therapy, that who I am is a person. Uh, I am a, I am a helper. I am a make life easier for everyone. I, 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 I guess that was subconsciously my mission or my purpose in, in life was to alleviate burdens mm-hmm. from other people. Mm-hmm. people. Even people I didn't know that well, even people I didn't like. So every time you alleviate someone else's burden, you that's taking a weight, a rock, and that's putting it in your backpack. Mm-hmm. So if some if you're the type of person who says, no, 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 you have to leave, you have to go to your kids, you know, dance recital, no problem. You leave early. I'll pick that up. I don't have a family right now. I don't have kids. I don't no big deal. Well, that's a that's a small rock that you're putting in your backpack. Right. All of a sudden, not all of a sudden, but over time you get accustomed to carrying that weight. Mm-hmm. That just becomes who you are and you don't realize how heavy it weighs. Yes. So be mindful of how many rocks you're putting in your backpack and how much weight 
you are carrying, that is not benefiting you. That is not yours. And every now and again, take the backpack off, experience life without it, and then shake out those rocks. Yeah. Um, I want to say also about the Instagram responses that you sent in, uh, that Upside listeners sent in. There was not one that was completely unique. And I say that to say that this shows how common all of these things are, even the really hard, like deep ones. Like we all experience these things. Um, another one was your parents are human beings. That was a hard one for me uh, to realize, like, cause you just, you know, a lot of people idolize their parents. And then if you find out they have made a mistake in their life or something like that, you're just like, wait a minute, I'm sorry, what? No, 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 you have to be perfect right. all the time. Like you can't be human, you can't have a bad day. Yeah. No, 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 no. And when you make that transition, I don't even care how old you are. Like, it's like when you go off to college for the first time and you're, I don't know, parent does something, you're like, whoa, right? what? Right. Like your world is shook. Um, being miserable with someone else is worse than being alone. Oh yeah, I, uh, I've seen that that's a, like one of those Pinterest quotes that go around. Mm -hmm. um, un, un, unhappy with someone is twice as miserable as being unhappy by yourself. Yes. That's something, and that's so true because not only are you, but you got somebody else dragging you down every time you're feeling <laughs> right. less. You got someone else's bag of rocks on your back. Um, you are replaceable. That's a hard one. That's a hard one for me to swallow. Yeah. Especially like at work. Um, and another one that's similar to that is it's okay to prioritize what's best for you over what's best for your company. Oh, I think that's yeah. especially hard for like our generation of like, you know, we came from the boomer parents that were like, work is number one, you know, oh, never miss a day, power through. Yeah, no. I was having a conversation with someone about that replaceable thing mm -hmm. and she was talking about a commitment that she had made to her employer. Yeah. Um, we were having a conversation about her changing her career and looking at doing something different. And I said, why don't you just do it? And she said, well, I made this commitment to my job that I would be here, be there for them until the end of the year. I told them that. I gave them my word. I gave them my word. And I said, well... If they are become financially struggling or if they get purchased by another company in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and they're going to relocate the headquarters there, do you think that they'll say to their investors or their other management people or whatever, like, well, we can't go because she gave us her word. And so right. the answer is no. Right. It's a business. It's, business is business. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you have to, despite giving your word, you have to do what's best for you. And there is a way to do that that is respectful yes. of your word. There is a way to say, hey, this sucks, but I can't give you all of 2023. Right. I can give you, I think it's fair if I give you until April 1st. Right. But things have changed in my situation. You don't have to be, you know, this is one of our old school upside rules. Like, don't be an a-hole. And you can you can set boundaries without burning bridges. 100%. Anyways, I have a bunch more of these. And if you are just now hearing this and you didn't submit and you want to, call the show. Call our voicemail. Leave a message. Let us know. 800-434-5454. The hardest lessons you have learned as an adult.
Ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for your next comedian here at Ellie's Comedy Club. You're going to love this guy. Welcome to the stage, Dad. To the guy who invented the number zero. Thanks for nothing, pal. Have a joke for Ellie's Comedy Club. Have a comment on something we've talked about or an idea for the show? Call or text Callie and Jeff. 800-434-5454. It is a new year and everyone is kicking it off, I feel like, by finding small ways to look and feel your best. And that includes me. And one of the biggest parts of my self-love and my self-care is taking care of my skin. And that's why I'm excited to partner with Apostrophe, the sponsor of this episode. Whether you're dealing with breakouts, signs of aging, or acne scarring, Apostrophe mission is to empower you and help you feel confident and comfortable in the skin you're in. Apostrophe is an online platform that connects you with an expert dermatology team to get customized acne treatment for your unique skin. Now for me, it was some brown spots that I had um, on my face that I was really, really insecure about. And so what I did is I went to their website. I filled out an online consultation about my skin goals. And I was having some problems with like some brown melasma spots on my face that I was really embarrassed about. Then I snapped a couple of selfies and a board certified dermatologist created my customized treatment plan. And there's links and options to buy the recommended treatment plan that they send you. We have a special deal for our audience. Get your first visit for only $5 at apostrophe.com slash upside when you use our code upside. That's a savings of $15. This code is only available to our listeners. To get started, just go to apostrophe.com slash upside, click get started, and then use our code upside at sign up and you'll get your first visit for only $5. Thank you, Apostrophe, for sponsoring this episode. One of the... Actually, I'm not even going to say one. The most popular clothing item that Ellie has, the thing that gets more comments from strangers and friends and family alike, is a T-shirt that we got from Perky Prince last year that has a black and white picture of Lily and Sadie. It's the cutest the thing I've it. ever seen in my life. And it's just a, it's a simple white T-shirt with... With there were two separate pictures of the dogs that Perky Prince did worked their magic on and put them on the front of this this T-shirt, and without fail, when we share a picture of Ellie wearing that shirt, people want to know where we got it from. People think it's so cute, and when she's out in public, people are, oh my gosh, are those your doggies? It's the greatest, and it's so. Simple. And that's the beauty of Perky Prince. They're not overcomplicating things. Right. So take any picture that you've taken of your pet, you send it to them, you upload it on your website. They make it look like your pet was sitting in on a fancy portrait, right? They like white out the background, all of that stuff, make it look like very regal. And then they can turn it into anything you want. So they have like t-shirts, really cute sweatshirts. Um, I think they have like pillows. They have Christmas ornaments. Tote, I mean, tote, anything you tote can tote want. Tote bags. Yes. We have a Lillian Sadie tote bag. Um, and it's such, it's such a cute gift idea for pet lovers. Um, you know, who doesn't want more of their dogs? And Valentine's Day is right around the corner. What a perfect gift for someone that you've been in a relationship with for a long time or those awkwardly new relationships where you're where you're you don't want to be like we're not that serious but like i want to do something 
The website is perkyprints.com. You can get your made-to-order piece delivered by Valentine's Day and support a small business and help dogs because every purchase goes to, uh, they make a contribution to their charity partner, Wags and Walks. Plus, you're going to save 10%. The website is perkyprints.com, and the code to get that 10% off is upside at perkyprints.com, P-E-R-K-I-E. P-R-I-N-T-S dot com. One of the things that I am focusing on this year is living a more sustainable life and being more mindful about where I buy my products and where they're going to go after I'm done with them. Refresh your 2023 wardrobe with Rothy's for a chic, sustainable shoes that bring out your style A-game. Each style is knit to shape with their sustainable signature thread made from recycled materials, which makes them soft and flexible, and they're so cute. They feel great right out of the box, so there is zero break-in period, which is one of my absolute favorite things about these shoes. Now, I own five pair of Rothy's. My favorite is the sneaker style because that's like my day-to-day casual um, but still really cute shoe, and... The second thing that I love about it so much is that I can pop them in the washer, wash them, leave them out to dry, and it's like having a brand new pair of shoes. Rothy's will last. They're sustainable. They have 41,000 five-star reviews and counting. For stylish and comfortable shoes, shop Rothy's. Get $20 off your first purchase at rothys.com slash upside. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash upside. We appreciate our Upside partners, and we appreciate you for supporting them. For more information on any advertiser on the Upside, visit CallieAndJeff.com. I am right now Googling a test to see if I've had COVID. Because Callie and I are both convinced that when we were sick a few weeks ago, it was COVID. I took at-home tests every other day for the duration of being sick, and it never came back positive. You did not test because your assumption was... Well, we have the same thing, yeah. Like, we're both... And we just assumed it was a cold from, from Ellie. But... The lingering effects, I think we're both at at 97% I mean, better. it has been weeks, okay? And, like, here's the thing. I know that I am a science girl. I am like, yes, believe in the science, believe in the research, trust the tests, totally into it. Like, I'm, I'm that girl. But I will tell you, remember on the show the other day when I was like, oh my God, you just, you smell and I can't, like your deodorant is so strong. I can't (laughs) handle it. People wrote in and were like, oh my gosh, are you pregnant? I'm not. I know that I'm not because we're about to start, we're doing fertility stuff. So I know for a fact, but I Googled because I am so convinced that I am hyper aware of smells. Can you have had like as a residual effect of COVID, can it be that instead of losing your smell, you're like a super smeller? And the answer was yes. I found an article that was like, yes, in some cases, people think things can smell really, really bad. And or like garbage was one of the common things that the study was showing. And I have been smelling poop for weeks and not like everywhere I go. 
like residual smell of poop. Like I open our back door. The only thing I can smell is poop. Like it's a hyper. Like from the dogs using the back. Yeah. I would never be able to normally smell that. Yeah. But my senses are on like level 25 and I cannot prove that it's because I had COVID, but I swear to you it's because I had COVID. And you remarked that the, a day or two after you said something to me about the deodorant, uh, that somebody you had been around was wearing a new new perfume. And for whatever reason, that was driving you nuts. I was like, oh my gosh, can't handle it. Which I think is the first time in our relationship that I, you have complained about a perfume. You're not a person who complains about that. I'm not. Everything smells weird, bad, gross. And I am like holding on to that one study I found on Google. Someone in California did it. I'm like, no, I know that it said we didn't have COVID, but I feel like we did. I really but, feel like we did. And then for for me, I feel like I still sound raspy. And then I woke up that like I've woken up a couple times in the middle of the night with just coughing, just like a coughing thing. But I don't, it's not an ongoing, it's not like a typical cold. And at the risk of TMI and not really wanting to bring it up after you just said that you're smelling poop everywhere. <laughs> but I did have a week of a, 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 a weird stomach bug. Yeah. That just, my my stuff was just off. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Pl- the plumbing. Your bowels. The, no, we don't have to. It just <laughs> was, the, the, the plumbing wasn't plumbing the way it normally plumbs. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that yeah. was right afterwards. So I want to get, I looked, there's, you can get a test and they can test your. It's like a blood test? Uh-huh. They just test for the antibodies. But does that even count if we've had the vaccine? Yeah, but we haven't had the vaccine in like the last three months. Yeah. So that's okay. a, it's a diminishing. So if we just had. COVID, it would be through the roof. Oh, okay. Let's, yeah, let's go get that test. Problem is it's 150 bucks. Okay. So one of us gets, gets the test. Since we're talking about it on the show, we'll write it off as a business expense. <laughs> yeah. And then if you don't have any trace of it, then I won't probably have any trace Probably of it. have any so, trace of it. So, yeah. you know, we'll just go by the. The other thing and what I keep coming back to, and I know this is the case, just because the entire world was behaving differently with half of every, half of the people were, were wearing masks and, uh, you know, not going in public places as much and just all of this stuff. I think our bodies and our immune system, I, I mean, I went two years without even having a cold. You know that. Um, so this could just be a cold in my body's like, hey, where you been? I don't know what to do with this. You know what our bodies are like? If you watch Family Guy and or watch TikTok, you've seen this because it's like a trending sound where Peter's like, whoa, 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 whoa. I feel like that's what our bodies are like. Now that we're going out in public, they're like, right. what germs. But what? it's if this was my very first cold, but it's not. Mm-hmm. We've been going in public for a year now. Yeah, we yeah gotta, I know. I was just making a joke. I know, but at some point. And it's not that anymore. Anyways, anywho, anyhow. All right, here are your three random things for today brought to you by our friends at Cozy Earth. Go to kellyandjeff.com slash cozy and claim your 40% off all of the amazing stuff on their website. All right, number one, the lottery winner who won $2.04 billion in uh, California uh, in November has not yet claimed the <gasps> ticket. Yep. You know what I always think when I hear stories like that is like, what if they'll, they put the lottery ticket in their pants pocket and they washed it? Right. 
or they bought it like us. I mean, I always check to see if we win the big thing, but but we have on our fridge right now probably eight Mega Millions and or Powerball tickets that are not gazillion dollar winners, but they could be, you know, a thousand dollars. Which would be right? amazing. Right. But it's just sitting on our fridge. So if you're a person who who I don't know, threw it in a desk drawer and then forgot that you bought it or whatever. Anyways, I say this because in the state of California, you only have one year. Well, you have a full year to claim the ticket. Uh, the the authorities, though, the lottery authorities in California, I think it's unusual that this ticket was won in November. And here we are 90 days later and not even a lawyer oh has come gosh. forward to say, I represent the person they will be claiming this in the near future. So I say all of this so that you can call your friends and neighbors in California and tell them to start looking uh, if they happen to buy a lottery ticket in November and shoved it in a drawer. It's basically a two billion dollar bill sitting in that. Drawer. I mean, oh my goodness. Your second random thing for today is the city of Philadelphia is um, looking for lifeguards for next summer. Okay, great. Um, it says that you can apply to be a lifeguard even if you can't swim. Yeah, they're going to train you. Mm-hmm. They said they're going to train you, but here's the thing. I know. What? If you if you want. If you want somebody guarding your life at the pool, your hope is that they would have been, that they were, you know, their high school swimming champion. I need or, confidence. Yeah. I need confidence. Uh, I, don't, I don't need you jumping in the water after me trying to remember what you learned last week in the, in the, in the conference room of the hotel where they're training you. Absolutely not. But anyway, so the Parks and Recreation Department, they are a little bit desperate. They will train you. No problem. Um, which is. I feel like in any other profession would be like a great thing, like a sellable thing, like on the job training. Uh, and it pays $16 an hour. Uh, and your third random thing is if you are a meat eater, here are the best grocery stores to buy your meat from. Okay. Number one, Wegmans. Still sad that we don't have it in Georgia, but there are a million Wegmans. If you know, you know. Yeah, if you know, you know, up where I'm from. And it, everything about Wegmans is the greatest. So that's number one. Uh, number two, Sprouts. Sprouts beef is always fresh. They never freeze it. And it's USDA rated choice, which means high quality. Publix is number three. Costco is number four. However, there is a bit of controversy on Costco that pound for pound, the meat is more expensive than you would get at a supermarket. Hmm. Uh, number five is uh, Stater Brothers, S-T-A-T-E-R. It's a California chain. Um, and then the worst stores where you get meat uh, to buy meat from, Target. Don't buy your meat at Target. That's just not the, They sell groceries at some Targets. That's just not their jam. Not their thing. Yeah. Uh, Trader Joe's, Whole Foods, because of the cost mainly. Uh, Walmart, uh, meat is one of their lowest rated categories in terms of price per quality or whatever based on the study and Aldi. Interesting. Those are your three random things. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Most people learn about The Upside from their friends. Please tell everyone you know about this podcast so the amazing Upside community can continue to grow. I don't know if you've checked the Facebook group in the past 24 hours, but people are mad at you. What did I do? They say, how dare you tell me that I need to store my IVF needles somewhere, anywhere other than exactly where I want them because I, I will be carrying your child. 
It's not that, you, I mean, you could store them wherever you want them. I just don't know. The thing that was alarming to me was the, um, the, the sharps. I don't think container. it's alarming. I think it was, um, the hazmat <laughs> box. I don't know that that should be next to our drinking glasses because if we ever have a guest over, well, it's not about the guests. We never have people in our house, and we certainly don't have we people. We have that... people in our house every single week. People who take care of oh, Ellie. Okay. 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 Yeah. So, but somebody, people were like, you know, Jeff sounds really controlling and stuff like that. I was like, no, 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 no. Like we were laughing about it because it is so jarring to like open it and be like, ah. Um, but really, there is no good place for that stuff. Like it's just a weird kind of like funny thing to make light of but anyways people are mad at you but i said you're okay like i you're okay i you know what if you want to put the needles in the drawer with the supplements or the vitamins or whatever it is the drugs that's fine i just think the hazmat thing it's jarring just needs to go somewhere yeah also i don't want to drink out of a glass that's in the same cabinet as a biohazard <laughs> even if i know where the biohazard came from right, right right no i get you we're on the same page hey jeff and kelly it's mary from knoxville um yes to all of the drawing and animal sounds with my three-year-old little boy as well as yes 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 to trefoils those are my favorite girl scout cookies and everyone has always ridiculed me for it so thank you, Jess, and I love them too. Have a great day. Hi, Kelly and Jeff. This is Destiny. Just an idea for Kelly to organize your medicine. There's a website called My Vitro, and they sell like these little organizers so you can have everything in one little spot. Um, I'm definitely looking to get in one of those too. Just wanted to pass the message along. Bye. Hey guys, I just wanted to call and assure you that it's okay. Even as a parent that you don't know everything, my kids ask me questions sometimes and I don't even know, like I know what it means, but how to explain something is not always easy, especially when it comes to like words. Um, so just say, you know, I'm going to have to look that up. And when it comes to the really in-depth questions that y'all mentioned also, you'll notice when you start to, I try to be, I'm a very direct person. So I don't believe in just making stuff up. That's just not my personality. So I am very big about telling the truth, but you will, your kids will let you know when they've heard enough. So you kind of try to tell them, answer their question to the level that you think they can understand, but they'll just move on all of a sudden. And you're like, okay, thank goodness. I don't have to figure out what I, where I was going to go from there. So You'll, you'll start to pay attention as she gets older and starts asking more and more. But it's okay to not know everything. Like, you don't want to give the wrong answer or make things up all the time. Um, or maybe you do. It's up to you. But you don't have to. Mom and dad don't have to necessarily know everything just because they suddenly became a mom and dad. Bye. Hey, guys. It's Dawn. I haven't called in forever. But I did have a comment about today's show. I have to do self-administered allergy shots. And the way I store my used needles is in an empty water bottle. I can put probably about, well, I give myself a shot once a week, and I can put probably several months' worth of used needles. And then I can just take that with me when I want to find a location that has one of those red bins in the bathroom, which is usually at my doctor's office. So a good way to store them is in a used water bottle. 
hope that helps. And also for all those people who called in that were not me about the hot water, absolutely do not use hot water for cooking. There's a lot of crud in your hot water. Always use cold water and heat it up. Bye. Don't talk about what you're going to do. Don't just dream about what you're going to do. Don't criticize somebody else for what they're not doing. You be it. Be about it. Be about that action and go do it. Keep your eye on your intention. Don't let any outside distraction or your own insecurity stop you from your goals.